Welcome to another amazing episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Hannah. And I'm Tyler. Welcome. Welcome. That was witchy. That was sorcery. It was. It was viewpoints. It was viewpoints. We're calling in the fall. We're calling in the fall. We are. Yeah, we're summoning it. Yeah. We want the fall. Mm -hmm. We want the fall. Okay, wait. Can we just come in hot right now? You were about to mention something with your summertime sadness. I'm feeling it hard. Do you want to start? Sure. I I was I met up with friend of the pod, Sarah and Helen, yesterday, and it was pouring rain, which I honestly loved because it matched the mood. Um, And there's nothing like taking notes on Gossip Girl in the pouring rain on the Mm. summertime afternoon, period. But um, I, and I shared this with them, and they didn't feel dissimilarly. I was like, y'all, summertime has got me bugging. Like, I am sad. Mm -hmm. I am anxious (laughs) anxious <laughs> like, yes with a capital a and you posted a TikTok about this and i felt this so hard which is like being an actor being an artist in between these downtimes, like the high of working on something mm-hmm. that in between can be a dark difficult hard space and it is so hard to keep your confidence up. I mean, in any, you know, in any profession, I'm sure. Like, yeah, it's just different because we get jo- new jobs every three months if we're lucky, right. you know, like, so it was, you know, and I've been feeling this way because my uh, my old job eliminated my position. And so I'm looking for a new job. And I didn't think that was handled great. And then mm. I can say that probably. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then, you know, I'm at, like in between theater gigs. And like, I, my anxiety was so bad last week, coming back from Arkansas, I was like, I can't do like, I, I can't, it was hard to function. It was like, I can't life today. I can't life. I couldn't life. I was like, oh, texting is hard. This is hard. That and which are things I discussed with my therapist. But like, sometimes it is just bleak. And summertime, I think is the worst because everyone expects you to be happy. And if you're a generally like upbeat, outgoing, positive Mm -hmm. person, you know, often that's met with like, oh my God, I had no idea. Like your social media is so happy. I'm like, first of all, it's fake. I mean, it's not yeah. fake, but you social know, social media is like, a lie. You're right. You know, I'm like, it's an aspect of a person is what I always say. I'm like, right. it's an aspect of who someone is. It's not who they are wholeheartedly, I believe. So yeah, I was just like, man, it's hard out there when you want to stay inside and the sun is screaming at you to go outside. It's like you must. If you don't, you're a loser. Yeah. In Chicago, there's like extra pressure because the weather's so bad most of the year. And by bad, I mean it's gray or it's cloudy or it's snowing, whatever. So in the summer, everyone is like a feral rat every single day. And if you're not like feeling the absolute hottest with enough money in the bank account to go out every fucking day and you don't have plans every fucking day and you don't have a friend with a boat, you feel like there's something wrong with you. Yes, yes, 100%. And like, 
So the, there, there's that extra pressure. And, and for me, especially now, like with the writer's strike, everything's so quiet. Mm-hmm. And like, this is that time when everything picks up filming again in Chicago. And it's just like, Radio silence, and rightfully so. Fucking give them more money. Exactly, unfucking believable to me, and not because capitalism. But I'm like Jesus fucking Christ. Let's get it going. Sorry, I didn't mean to like yell about capitalism, but that's where I'm at. That's I'm and just feeling like a little anxious birdie. So I'm trying to do things that I like, that I love to make me feel better. That's what I'm trying to do. I you please share all of that. Yes. And (laughs) yes. Yes. And I think it's yeah, I think it's really hard because like it is so quiet right now in the industry. And then like when I have friends that are like, so I just like finished shooting this thing like that a friend asked me to do. I'm like, well, that fucking sounds fun. Like I worry that like no one thinks of me when they're like, oh, I need (sighs) like I don't feel like I have people out here that I could collaborate with. And that's like a really lonely, like sad feeling. And like, yes, Jake and I yesterday. So it's like a holiday weekend. I mean, this will come Mm -hmm. out on Thursday, but it's a holiday Mm -hmm. weekend. And you see like this person's in Europe. This person's in the Hamptons. (laughs) This person has like the most painfully cute Fourth of July outfit. And I don't have one. I'm I don't have a thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, full transparency. I've been like doing contract work for a while, but I'm waiting on several checks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until those checks come y'all. The only reason I can afford to leave my house is because of Jake. And I'm yeah. going to be transparent about that because I think in the summer, everyone's like, I, I really wish that financial transparency was oh, yeah. thing on the internet. And like, yes, it's technically not my business, but also it is like social media was a vehicle invented Ugh. to make us compare ourselves to other people. So like, mm-hmm. it would be really fucking cool Say that. if people would be like, I'm in Europe because my mom and dad like bought me this trip or yes. because I squirreled away money all winter and didn't leave my house so I could treat myself this vacation. Like th- that's the information I want. So yes, yes, yes. In that spirit, I would not be able to afford to leave my house without Jake right now. I feel like everyone is living, laughing and loving. And I'm like, The things that make me feel better are like, unfortunately, like getting a cute drink on a patio, going out to eat, going shopping. They cost money. Experiences cost money. Yes. And like Jake and I last night were going to bed and he was like, I'm just really like sad. And I was like, what's up? He's like, I just, I don't feel excited about anything right now. And I feel like we go out and do things and I don't feel like happier after and like, we go and get a drink, but like that doesn't make me feel happier either. And like, we're both just having this existential crisis of like, what is going to excite us right now? Cause we feel this like intense, like 100%. melancholia yes. right now on we baby. Uh, yes. On we, and it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck do we do? And, you, th- and holiday mm-hmm. weekend, everyone's like, whoa, and we don't feel uh, that way. Sorry, what were you no, saying? No, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, you saying that makes me feel so seen. I cannot tell oh, you how much better I feel oh, knowing that other people feel that way. Because saying, I mean, like, I, and yes, I agree. Transparency on the inter- internet, like, must be a thing. I'm going to Europe later in this year. Why? Because my family wanted to pay for a trip for... <laughs> for me and that so is so I said, slay yes yeah. i said slay <laughs> i'm going i'm going and they you know and they haven't done that in fucking a, a decade you know yeah. and i was like yes wow what an amazing opportunity that's incredible thank you yeah. so much but yes i think uh, there 
I was just like weeping on Saturday night to Jeff. And I, and I was like, I feel like I have nothing going on. I feel like nothing is happening. Nothing is exciting. I don't feel inspired. And Jeff was like, it's so, and he feels the same way. And he was like, it's so interesting because I guarantee you, like anyone you look at, who like you would never imagine that they feel that way you're like oh my god they're so busy da, 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 da. this is oh my god this life it's everything and then like they're living it feeling uninspired and he was like i think a lot of people are feeling this way right. but like it is an existential moment like i fully have been like what do i do with my life i'm like i just want to feel alive and excited about something uh, right and i don't know what that's gonna be like i can't even see through this feeling right now to be I like know. what would that even look like, like to haze. feel excited about something yeah yeah and even like you know i mean the artistic opportunities i have right now i love but it's like my internal shit that's being like <sighs> yeah and i'm like what is that what is that that sucks i know <laughs> that sucks and then it makes me so anxious i'm like ah, i'm failing ah, i'm an imposter ah like I'm just like screaming into the void. My little giraffe who like says mean things is sitting on my shoulder with this fuzzy little antennae being like, no, you're not doing it. You're not good. Yeah. What? I know. I was talking to friends of the pod, Tess and Claire from Right Answers Mostly, <gasps> which we love oh, them. Check out love their pod. Them. Love, love, love. And they are absolutely crushing it in the podcast space. And I told them, I was like, it's just so inspiring to see y'all like fucking doing it as two people that like weren't on a reality show first like you're like normal people who just like did the fucking thing and that's really cool to see and I was like I kind of sometimes feel like the Tinsley Mortimer of podcasters and like not in a good way like in a like how people viewed her as a housewife where it's like why is Tinsley here and like what what's she really adding like why is Tinsley on the show like sometimes I feel like what am I doing am I a real podcaster I've been doing it theoretically since like 2016 2017 and like not totally. making a living off of it, still just doing it for fun. And that is tough sometimes. But it then is. Mm-hmm. Tess and Claire, as the gracious angels they are, we're like, oh, my God, but we look at you that way. Like, we look at you as someone who's crushing it. And I'm like, but I'm not. And it is wild how, like, you can only see other people as successful yes. and you just never see yourself the way other people do. A hundred percent. And like, yes, you slayed your Fourth of July outfit yesterday i mean this was a hannah's outfit on sunday that i saw on the gram a sleigh i didn't feel like it. and you're the most fashionable human i know and you got to remember that because every time oh i know but every time you put on an outfit all i'm thinking is a sleigh every time that's Every really time. Nice. It's really nice. And, and I often feel like I live under a bridge, you know? But you I don't live under not. a bridge. I know. I live in an apartment. But Even if you did live under a bridge, it would be a really sparkly, beautiful <laughs> bridge. <laughs> Fairyland Bridge. Yeah, Fairyland Bridge. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Anyways, I feel like that uplifting note. I know. Sorry, y'all. We just need. I think it's really important to talk. I think about so being, too. Uh, talk about being sad in the summer. I, think I so really too. do. I think a lot of people feel this way. It makes me feel better to know anyone because it feels so isolating mm-hmm. when everyone's going to Greece and uh, you know, uh, 
I don't know, on Broadway or like, yes. you know, fucking, you know, in or London. Like with actors, like a lot of the people who like booked stuff in the fall, like it's coming out now. So it's yeah. like, look at this project I did. Look at this thing I did. So it makes them look like they're busy now because they have the high of this thing just came out. Right. But, but like, who knows if they're working right now? Like who among us is? Uh, who among us is? Who also, how does be? everyone have the flattest stomach Hannah? that's ever existed? Um... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I never could, will know. Never. I will, will never know because I'll never make never the know. sacrifices to f- try and find out. Like, I just won't. I like food too much and alcohol. And, and I will say, yes, and <laughs> yes, and um, my body will never look like I don't that. think mine will either. And and all, and TBH, that's OK. Yeah. You know, got a good ass. Yeah, some muscular legs. And I some got boobs. some titties. Yeah. yeah, some titties. I got some titties in the <laughs> so, bank. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people want that. A lot of people pay for titties in the bank. And and you know, it's just not like Kim Kardashian's body does not occur in Hannah, nature. You can, I, and Sid, Sydney Sweeney is a freakish anomaly. Okay, no, she you is. can't have yeah. giant boobs and then no stomach fat. I refuse to believe it. Like it, it can't be well, real. And and I think the thing of it is right. And I love that Amy Schumer is so honest about everything. Always, she's like, oh, just so everyone knows. And there's no shame. Uh, I think Ozempic is great. It works for a lot of people. There is no. I, I, I'm like, do whatever you want with your body. It's your body. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, do it. But Amy Schumer is like, everyone's on Ozempic. If you think someone on the red carpet is not on Ozempic and they look a certain type of way, you're wrong. You're literally wrong. Or they got lipo. She's like, I got lipo. I don't yeah. care. It made me feel yeah. better. And that's the thing of it, right? Is like, and again, not saying everyone does. I'm not trying to generalize, but like, that's the thing of it. I'm like, watching i love the new kardashian show i do think it's a slay but i will say as someone who's had an ed it is a little triggering yeah to be like oh wait but they used to look a certain way and now they're this then so like i should look like that right right is anatomically impossible is that a word anatomically Anatomically, anatomically made up that word. Today. New one, new, new one. one. Oh, nice. So yeah, I think like that. That's part of it. Is I'm like, oh right. If I was a billionaire, I could, I could work out for three hours a day. Yeah. Period. And have a personal and on- chef and-, and have a personal chef. And honestly, then I still wouldn't look like that. <laughs> and that's the tea. And that's okay. That's true body acceptance. Yeah, and that's okay. It's like. You know, and I had someone, I forgot who it was. Maybe it was a nutritionist once was like, you know, like a non-flat stomach is like a happy stomach, right? Like for a lot of people, like that's like, that's your baseline, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's you being healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even the thinnest I have been still didn't have Same, same. And that's tea. That's tea. I, um... We're giving you life today. We're, listen. Also, I feel like in the summer too, I, I follow a lot of like fashion-y TikTok girlies. Oh, sure, sure. And there are certain like outfit combos that I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And I'll try it on and be like, Hannah, it's not going to look the same on you because you're not six feet tall and spindly. Yeah. Yes, and like that's same. also sometimes tough to be like, okay, I'm going to have to like adapt this trend to make it yes. feel good for me. Yes. That's tough. That's tough. But it is- it's just, it, Yeah. It is tough. And it's, I I think that I was talking to someone about this, but like, I think it's hard that 
as of 2017, it was hot to be muscular. I've said this on the pod so many times. And then like circa 2021, 22, the 90s came back and 10 was in. And that's really hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard to be like, hell yeah, everyone wants to be strong. Ah, I know. It was a cool time. It was a cool time. So anyways, that's hard. But the summertime sadness is real. How air, I think, doing things like this, recording this. I'm going to cook. I want to talk about fourth plans because I want to know. We must. Um, I'm going to cook a a meal with way, way too many things for just for Jeff and I for no reason. That's your that's your holiday MO. And I love that It is it. I I was like, oh, I need to fucking bake something. That's how I feel. Yes, I'm baking a little pie. I don't even like pie, but it's going to be cute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make some mocktails. I'm working with a brand right now that I get to like create <gasps> mocktail, Star Wars mocktails for that. That's so fun. I'm really excited. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to like make these and like feel artistic and like allow myself to like take up time and space yes. doing this thing that makes me feel good and not feel bad about it. And that's yes. so fucking hard for me. It's yeah. that's real. Yeah. You're like, it it's not, it doesn't feel pr- like it's hard for your productive. brain to categorize it as productive, Yeah, but it actually is productive because it's like good for you. Yes. I'm yes. trying to figure out what that thing would look like for me. You know what I've really wanted to do though? What do is you want to try do? cake decorating Hannah. and learn how to make vintage cakes? Oh my God. You should. Why not? I think that would be a fun project. I think, I think hobbies in I think hobbies are so essential for millennials. That's what Jake said. He's like, I need a hobby. Like, I need something yes. to do. Yeah, a hobby. Like, even if it's like, like Jeff's been doing like Krav Maga and boxing and he like fucking loves it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It, and he's like, it's working out. But like, also, I just love doing it. Like, it's so good for me to yeah. do something by myself that I love, you know? And I was like, one hundo P. Like, fucking hobbies are essential and learning a new skill is like good because it like scratches the part of your brain that's like curious and needs to feel that excited feeling of like oh i haven't figured this out yet this doesn't feel monotonous and boring yes absolutely absolutely Um, i'm doing this thing that (laughs) this might sound incredibly toxic it's basically the 75 hard challenge but it's 75 glow up challenge and this girl on tiktok i'm sorry i forget the creator's name came up with this list of like hot girl things and it sounds toxic in theory, but I'm just going to read some of them to you so that you know, like what we're talking about here. Okay. It's things like three liters of water a day, gua sha every day, you know, minimum 5k steps a day, which is very doable. Um, like affirmations, picking one perfume scent and sticking to it for the 75 days. So it becomes part of you and your brand. It's like fun, like feel good girly things. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And like using like lash serum and shit. And I was like, you that's know, fun. I want to do this. This sounds fun. Why not? I now, granted, fun. I have to purchase some of these items. Like, for example, smoker's toothpaste. Are you familiar? No. It's apparently this toothpaste designed for people who smoke and drink a lot of coffee. So it's supposed to make your teeth very white. Okay. Okay. So like, I'm going to have to wait until my checks come in. <laughs> and that, right. But that's okay. You can do the other stuff for now. But I can, I can start with some water. I can start with some gua sha. Yes. Again, perfume, going to have to wait until the checks come in. Um. <laughs> I thought of you. Okay. I thought of you because I, when I was down in Arkansas, I was working with someone who I adore, who I hadn't seen in like, 
probably pre-pandemic, like three years, right? Wow. And we worked together uh, in Arkansas in 2018. And then, um, and I don't know why we started talking about perfume and cologne. And he was like, oh my God, sorry, I just smelled someone's perfume and it smells like this person. And he was like, he was like, you love perfume, right? I was like, oh my God, it's like, it's like without fail must put on every day. And he was like, Okay, because when I hugged you, I I was instantly like, oh, my God, that's how Tyler smells. Oh. And like, it made me so happy. Bro. And I was like, I was like, listen, pick a scent, stick with the scent stick with or the rotate. Scent. Now I feel like I have two that I can rotate between. But I'm like, maybe three if I include Burberry Brit. But that feels like a little young for me at this point. Yeah, that's how I feel about Vera Wang Princess. Okay, but honestly, Vera Wang Princess smells great. Cupcake water. Maybe I should wear that for my Marie Antoinette birthday party. You should. Vera Wang Princess. Oh, my God. Okay, so what are you doing for the fourth? And then we will get to the app. We love you okay. all. Thanks for um, listening. For the fourth, uh, Jake's sister is having a party. And we're going to go to that. Yeah, it should be fun. Jake and I might just like go and have a hot dog and leave early. We don't know. Great. TBD. What about you? Oh, yeah. You're making a feast. I'm making a feast. We also talked about, well, tonight we're going to go see the new Indiana Jones, which will be great. (gasps) That'll be fun. And then the fourth, I don't know. I mean, I think we might, um, we like might go swimming. We talked about doing that. I kind of want to keep it low key Mm -hmm. because we officially start rehearsal the next day. So I don't want to go off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But definitely I'm, we're giving like, like fruit skewers we're giving vegan broths we're giving this salad that i talked about in the pod last week like um and then i'm gonna make a blueberry pie so i think it's gonna be great delightful it'll delightful. be cute it'll be really yeah. cute regardless it'll be really but cute be really i'm like cute. fighting the urge to drink a lot on the fourth just I to know. feel something because that's you know not healthy per se um <laughs> And I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are. Yeah. 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 It's kind yeah. of, it's giving like pandemic. It's like when people are like, oh, it's something uh, to do. It's something, right. to, it's feel, something to-, to make me feel differently. And I'm right, like, right. I get so going back to your anxiety. I get so mm. cripplingly anxious after I drink. Like if, if I'm already in kind of a fragile, like anxious state, it's mm. just way worse. And you like wake up Same. at 3 a.m. and it's like, what did I say? What did I do? How much did I spend? Like, ah, and I don't know that I want to deal with that feeling. So we'll see how tomorrow goes. You know, it might yeah. be like a New Year's Eve situation where I just go to bed early and try and act like it's not even happening. I mean, that's what I often do. And we definitely want to be home at night because of B. Yeah. Um, she's so afraid of mm. loud sounds. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to see how it goes. But yes, I too. I mean, that's one of the reasons I don't drink a lot because it, I was like, oh, this makes me. This doesn't like highlight the good shit. Like it just <laughs> makes the bad shit worse. worse. Yeah, yeah, in terms of anxiety and like unless it's a very specific vibe and a very specific drink, like it can't, you know, like Yeah. Yeah, but I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, I just I was at a party yesterday and I literally was going up to people going, "Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm socially anxious. That's why it took me a minute to come over and say hi." Like I didn't know how to act. Hannah, I went to an opening on Friday night and I was like, oh, have I humaned before? Like, how can I? I know half of these people and I'm like, 
hello, I'm like a meat sack with two little noodle arms being like, hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? yes, y'all, I'm wearing my jammy shirt because it's a holiday weekend. So I thought we could, I'm recording yeah. my jams. Um, but so I have my noodle arms flopping around. I'm like, hello. I'm like, actor, you're giving like, Ida, hello. You're giving like bananas and pajamas. I was giving bananas, yes, <laughs> in the pajama. Hello. Hello. Hi. Tyler, actor. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, God. So I it feel you. Me. Right. I'm like still, I, I feel like still because of the pandemic, I'll be like, ha. Like I just am like feral. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, God, we've just had so much fun. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the episode. Well, Anyways. goodbye. This is great. We haven't got Do you think keep- we should? Sorry, what? No, what were you going to say? Do we be including timestamps of like, here's where the Kiki ends, here's where the episode starts, or do you think people like it? Oh, listeners, I think let people us know. like. It. Yeah, will you let us know? Also, I think we have some cool things coming up for the pod, so stay tuned. Yeah, stay we're tuned. Excited. We we are sort of um, we're we're things are moving. Things are moving. And look, have we faked y'all out before with certain ideas? Maybe, maybe perhaps, but you know, we are in the spirit of holy fuck. I need to feel fulfilled in some way. We are feeling like we're feeling like we're going to go all in. Yeah, we we are. We are. Yeah. 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 We can't wait. Season three, episode 13, (laughs) the hurt locket. We know what that reference is. Yes. Um, (laughs) we do know that one to say, no. <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, we don't. We um, don't. <laughs> we we don't. Um, the Hurt Locket, the song Jangling by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros opens episode. Can I just play this song really quick? Because I don't Please. remember what it sounds like, but I do remember it was familiar. It's like, okay, never mind. It's a, it's like a band of Muppets. Singing. It is. It is. Gossip Girl says, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Seems like Dickens knew something about life on the Upper East Side. Word has it, S gave up politics to focus on issues closer to the heart. Then we have S on the phone with B and she's like, I can't believe Nate's finally coming home tomorrow. And B's like, I feel the same way about Dorota's return. And and S is like, did I tell you he ticks me goodnight every night before bed? Isn't it so sweet? And it turns out, yeah, S and Nate are not officially dating, but Blair encourages her that on the road to dating, they should take it slow. And he invited S to the French ambassador dinner. And she's like, Okay, I promise we'll take it slow. Anyway, I have to go. <laughs> always. Literally always. always. Um, and yeah, the ba-da-ba-da-ba is playing throughout all of this. They really mm-hmm. milked it throughout this opening montage. Mm-hmm. Um, B finds, uh, meanwhile, B finds the locket with Bart's photo in it. We cut back to S. S sees the waffle maker, a.k.a. Damien, um, because they went to boarding school together. They're like, OMG. And S is like, uh, she's like, oh, that wasn't a good time for me, waffles. And he's like, I seem to remember some fun Spanish classes. And S is like, you mean conjugations? I was struggling. Well, you mean straight A's? And waffles is like, you look even more fantastic than I remember. And then S says, uh, text me your number. Uh, are you going to the French ambassador's dinner tomorrow? Uh, and waffles then like stares longingly after her. I also was like, text me your number. Like, you know he has your number anyway. That's I was wondering that too. I was like, I was huh? like weird. Okay, question mark. Mm. Question mark. Blair has found 
you know, a necklace that is not intended for her. She shows it to Chuck. He's like, it's just a worthless trinket. Some woman <laughs> left by my father's grave. Iconic. This, this Elizabeth Chuck storyline was everything to me. It was everything to me. I feel like we need to read it and like I, an old Hollywood style at some point. Yeah. We'll get to a certain part of dialogue. Yes. Yes. And he's unfazed by this worthless trinket because, you know, he's like another concubine has Bart's name <laughs> tattooed on her ass. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And then he goes, I have more important things to do than fixate on another member of the female Bart Bass fan club. And then Blair's like, like helping me with the college experience I so greatly deserve. So Chuck has a meeting with the president of the table people, a.k.a. we've heard about them before, the secret society that Blair has been hung up on this entire season. Le tabletaire. Yeah, le tabletaire. And so he, yeah, he has a meeting with, uh, Monsieur Dury, the president, and she's like, I want you to arrange an intro. And Blair sees herself out. Chuck looks at the locket and receives a text from Andrew Tyler that says, Jeweler found, call me. Also, it's on a Blackberry. Also, why do fictional and reality TV Tylers, except for Tyler, the hot Tyler from the bachelorette always yes. have to ruin everything i know wait haven't we encountered andrew tyler before on the yeah, show andrew tyler andrew he tyler. was like the first or second season that yes. was bart's lawyer right or his yeah, pi at, his pi his pi this is a niche reference but do you remember the movie the page master starring one macaulay culkin how could I forget? One it's of Jeff's iconic. favorites movies. It's really favorites fucking movies. good. Favorites movies. Yes. And no one favorites ever talks movies. about it. But there's a part in the beginning. So Macaulay Culkin's character is named Richie Tyler. And he's mm-hmm. kind of bullied. And at the beginning, he's like riding his bike. And all the other kids on the bikes go, hey, look, it's Richie Tyler. And that's why I say Andrew Tyler. Okay. <laughs> Context. That's great. That's great. Um, Lily is with little Jay and little Jay is unpacking. She was visiting her mom. Waffles shows up. I was like, who let him in? Who let this waffle maker in here? Brings her a present and he looks 1000 years older than her. Just so everyone's clear. He gives her a package. Uh, She tries to escort Lily out of the room and Lily's like, Jenny, may I have a word? Um, And she wants her to leave the door open. And little Jay is like, if we wanted to have sex, we would go to a hotel. And I was like, oh, my God. Bold. And, And Lily's like. Okay, well, uh, also, when is Rufus getting back? So apparently they haven't been talking. This is sus. What's going on? Because we know all the stuff with the letter went down. We don't know what happened. Um, And little Jay then opens the box from Waffles. And it's macarons and drugs. (laughs) Uh, And then um, Rufus is at the loft and ignores a call from Lily. That was an entire scene. Meanwhile, Chuck has taken the locket, the worthless trinket, to a jeweler who identifies it as his work. And first of all, I loved the way this jeweler was dressed. He loved. had like a little tie, little yeah. wire rim glass. I don't yeah. know. What, he was in old Hollywood as well. What year he was, was it? He was giving Dickens. He was giving Charles. Yes. Yeah. He was like, well, it sure looks like my work. Yeah. Yeah. This is my work. And Chuck's like, do you recall who you sold it to? And he's like, oh, well. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Bass did keep the recipients of his purchases private, but a woman did bring this to repair the hinge about a month ago. And he's like looking at it closely, <laughs> inspecting it in his uh, wacky barbershop quartet outfit. Hannah. Yes, yeah, thank you. Great object work. And Chuck's like, 
okay, uh, what did the woman look like? He was like, "Uh, confidentiality. I can't tell you. And then Chuck's like here and gives him like a wad of cash to share any additional fat hundos. Yeah. Yeah, Fat, fatty bills. And then he's like, okay. And he takes the wad of cash and he's like, her name was Elizabeth Fisher. She paid in cash, but she had it delivered to the Iroquois hotel. So now he has an address. Dun, dun, dun. Nate is waiting for S at the Waldorf's because she's staying at the Waldorf's. Is I'm that unclear right? why she's staying there or what the fuck is going on. I don't know why she's there, but she's there. Yeah. And she shows up. Nate is there waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, no, we're waiting for our first official date tomorrow. And she's like, I'm going to take it slow. And Nate's like, yeah, totally. And then they start fucking making out. And then they get after it. On Eleanor Waldorf's couch? The gall. The fucking gall. Then Nate meets Dan at the coffee shop. And he was like, ah, I'd hoping, I was hoping you'd be Vanessa. And I guess they haven't talked in a while. He was like, oh, yeah, I've been reading this blog, though. And uh, you should probably read it. Uh, it'd probably help, you know, before you start something with Serena. And I was like, wow, blogs were really that girl back then. They, they were really the were. only girl aside from Facebook. And then, meanwhile, we flash to, or we cut to S meeting with B. Nate is insisting things are cool between them. And then B tells her uh, that she and Nate, she was like, we were only perfect on paper. Now you can be more than an affair to remember. And Serena's like, "Mm, that's why I didn't want to wait. That's why I didn't want to wait to get things started. And like fake pouts with her hand under her chin. Mm. And it's. It is insufferable. Uh, B says, that's why you don't want to scare him off. And S is like, Nate and I don't need to play games. And then B says, fine, introduce some competition, make him work for it. And I'm like, B, this is not great advice. Mm-hmm. But isn't it not good advice? Like, also, I'm like, teenage boys are pieces of shit. So, sorry. I know. If you're a teenage boy. Yeah, I'm sure we not have everyone. such a teenage boy audience. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> It's just thirteen-year-old Star Wars fans. Um, yeah, anyways, yeah. Um, no, but no. I'm like teenagers in general are idiots, so I feel like they're playing games. Yeah, you know, it, when it comes to love, they're yeah. Idiots. No offense. With matches of the heart. With matches of the heart. Meanwhile, uh, Waffles loops Jenny into this task he needs help with. Uh, turns out the ambassador's daughter, Violette will Mm -hmm. be at the aforementioned French ambassador's dinner, but Mm -hmm. she's going to have bodyguards on her at all times. And she tried to, she, he sold her some drugs. So they're like, how do we get her the drugs? And Jenny's like, okay, wait, I'm going to make a jacket where she can wear the pills. So Jenny's like, I'm going to wear this jacket into the dinner. Smart. It's not a bad plan. Pretty genius. If you're going to be a drug mule, you might as well hide the drugs and drug mule jacket. Yes. Okay. I'm going to wear the drugs into the dinner. Then we'll switch the coats at the coat check. And Jenny's like, (laughs) not bad. It's brilliant. And Waffles is like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Waffles is, you know, he's not as enthused. Mm -mm. We later found out why. Lily then runs into Dan at the loft and Fufus isn't there. Dan is sus. Meanwhile, Blair is dressed up as Anna Karenina. Um, and she calls Chick and she's like, Chuck, it's 
Anna Karinina. And I was like, this is iconic. What accent <laughs> was I doing? What was she doing? No one knows. And he's like, sorry, uh, I have to go to a meeting. And uh, I missed the lunch with Henri Dupree. And, um, and he was like, but don't worry, we'll see him at the ambassador's dinner tomorrow. Uh, and meanwhile, while B is on the phone, she finds Andrew Tyler, Andrew Tyler's file <laughs> and asks, he, she's like, oh, by the way, why did you miss lunch? And he's very vague about everything. And apparently Chuck has been waiting for four hours for Elizabeth to come out of the hotel. And so he checks in with someone who's like, I've been, wa- I've been waiting here for four hours. Um, but Elizabeth checked out of the hotel immediately upon receiving a message he sent her. (gasps) Sus, Sus. baby. Sus. Very sus. Sus, 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 sus. Rufus moodily strolls around NYC and runs into the hot mom from the previous couple episodes. I have a lot of questions about the storyline. Mm-hmm. Also, all the rocks on her finger. Anyways, they were insane. So many rocks. So many rocks. And she's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, well, I'm making a decision. And he like was like, I came over to talk to Lily and give her a chance to explain, but I'm struggling because there's like part of me that still doesn't actually want to know what happened. And she's like, do you want to get a coffee? And he's like, why? Yes. And takes her arm and they're like, do, 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 and stroll to coffee together. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. I don't understand. I'm like, isn't she Mary? I mean, maybe not. No, because I think she and her husband split <gasps> oh, when he fucked the yoga teacher. Right. But I think they're both like, oh, we're our relationships are on the rocks. Like there's misery loves company kind of. Vibe. Yeah. Let's get it on. Let's get I mean, they're both pretty hot. So they are really hot. Nate. Okay, that explains more. I was confused. But she's still wearing all the rings. Anyways, mm-hmm. wear all the rings. Live your life. Nate tells Serena, um, He's like, hey, I think you should go to the dinner alone, you know, so we don't like rush into things. So Nate's taking Dan's advice. S is taking Blair's advice. Both of the advices don't mix. Oil a and comedy water. of errors. A comedy of errors. Miscommunication on all fronts. And S is like, so we go from having sex on Eleanor Waldo's floor? Excuse me? How dare you? How fucking dare you? That carpet was probably... 50 grand. Yeah. Um, so we go from that to not seeing each other. You're right. I wouldn't want to rush into things. And then S gets in the elevator, calls Damien <gasps> Waffles Maker, and asks him to be her date. My favorite thing that Serena Vanderwoodson does is when she hang when she is on a phone call, she says, You want to be my date? And he's like, huh, okay, sure. She goes, Great, see you there. Hangs up. Never gives any. <laughs> I want to compile a montage of her hanging up on people. She never lets anyone say goodbye. No manners. No it's manners. Always, we're all on Serena's time. It's Serena's world. We're just living in it. She's we're like, I have to go. Click. Right. I mean, truly, she's like, when I gotta go, then I have to go. Honestly, wow. That's kind of blue, please. Okay. Honestly, year of it is. Kind of- it, it's it's terribly impolite. Don't get me wrong. It's so rude, but it it's is fucking rude. But it is <laughs> bleeps, please. Five bleeps. Please. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Humphrey Loft, waffles pop from the toaster. Classic. Dan and Rufus are in the kitchen. Rufus is like, 
thought you'd be at school by now. And Dan's like, (laughs) I thought you lived on the Upper East Side with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That was really harsh. Whoa. Trey harsh, Dan. Yeah. Way harsh. Trey harsh. Dan asks Rufus what's going on. Rufus tries to be diplomatic. And he said they had a fight and it's complicated. And Rufus is holding out hope about being wrong about what happened. So his strategy is just not asking her. Seems mature to me. Uh, Dan is pissed. He's like, you're the one who's saying to be honest about things. So I really hope your marriage isn't going to die because you're scared of taking your own advice. I was like, oh, my God. Thought you lived on the Upper East Side with your wife. Wife. I loved. All right, fine. You can make your own damn waffles. That was my favorite. I was like, whoa. So good. He's in such a state. Yeah. <laughs> I love the waffles imagery. I mean, not that they put it in there. We have named mm-hmm. Damien Waffles, but it's really interesting. Complex. You the know, waffle overlap. Metaphors, yes. Yeah. On the Venn diagram of Gossip Girl, the waffles and Waffles play a huge role. They do. Listen, you think they're just a breakfast pastry food? Question mark. Mm-mm-mm. No, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Um, we cut to little Jay wearing the jacket. Who's like, I'm really excited about tonight. And Waffles is like, yeah, about that. Unfortunately, we're going to have to do our dinner some other time. It's just that anyone can check the jacket. He's like, I'm... Uh, I'm going with someone else, Serena, actually. And little Jay's poor little face just fucking falls. And she's like, "Uh, Serena's with Nate now. You know she changed since boarding school. There's no way she'd go to a state dinner wearing a jacket full of pills. And Waffle says, "Uh, probably won't tell her about that. (gasps) And little Jay says, well, then maybe I will. Waffle says, if you do that, I'd have to tell her how you know. Uh, don't worry, you're, you'll still get the cut. Oh, my God. What a dick. What a dick. Also, little Jay, get away from him. He's a fucking monster. Little Jay has never, like, not once made a good decision on this show. Correct. Chuck gets a text about Elizabeth Fisher's whereabouts, so he wants to bail on the French ambassador's dinner. And Blair is pissed. She's like, how am I going to get an intro with Monsieur Durie? And Chuck's like... I know you may find this hard to comprehend, but some things are more important than your social climbing agenda. And Blair leaves. Chuck looks kind of regretful. Then we cut to everyone strolling up to this stuffy ass dinner. I literally said the same thing. A stuffy ass dinner. So stuffy. S is wearing the hideous drug mule jacket that Jenny designed, and she's on Waffle Maker's arm. Nate watches them stroll in together. Jenny fills Nate in on the situation and then is like, You've come to my rescue enough times. Let me help you for once. And Nate and Serena are pissed at each other. Then the waffle maker asks Jenny what she's doing here. And she's like, just finishing what I started. And then she's like, wow, Serena, I love your jacket. And S is like, oh, yeah, thank you. I'm going to keep it on because it's so pretty. And it was a gift from Damien. I thought little Jay did have three things. Little Jay had a re or S had a good burn when she was like, I think you're in the wrong place. Prom is down the street. I was like, <gasps> honestly, a sick burn. Yeah. Rude. Um, I thought Nate looked so fucking hot. Extremely um, hot. He looked hot. And little Jay looked like, I don't know where Serena was coming from. Little Jay looked great. I was like, what is this like frosty pink lip that like shouldn't work but works? And like, I thought she looked fantastic. 
I was like, yes. wow. Okay. She was kind of, she's wearing this like black sequined, almost spider web looking sort yes. of frock. Yeah. Updo, sparkly eyelid. Lily, like Lily hair. Like yes. was giving like, yes. yeah, a sensible bun. It was I great. used to have a lip color very similar to that from Mac called St. Germain. And there was a <gasps> summer where I just wore it all the time. St. Germain. That's a great name for lipstick. Also yeah, was, like one of my favorite liqueurs. Oh my God. Delicious. Elderflower all day. Oh, drink it all day. So yeah, we we see a lot of stuffy French. Fr- I said French French humans in sashes. And Bia's like, Serena. <laughs> And not Nate. Um, and then she meets Waffles. Um, and B is like, I see you took my advice. Nice choice of competition. S is like, your idea is completely juvenile, but it seems to be working. I can't believe him and Jenny, though. And B says, if I know Jenny, she came with him. This is exactly what you wanted. In the end, Nate will be right where you want him. And B, meanwhile, is bugging about Henri. Um, and S says, B, you don't need Chuck. Anyone can see you're an elitist snob, perfect to join a secret society. <laughs> bon chance. I was like so touched. I was like, I know. And she was like, oh my God, merci. And I thought that was another great line from us. I was like, there was some good writing for us this episode. Yeah. I like when she's a little rude. Me too. She should be rude. Yeah, she should be she's rude. rude. Damien, the waffle maker, chats with Violette, the French ambassador's daughter in French. She seems pissed. And little Jay is like, Wow, the plan looks like it's off the rails, thanks to Serena. And he's like, well, from what I remember from boarding school, it's not very hard to get Serena Vanderwoodson out of her clothes. That jacket is not leaving with Serena. That Period. was really rude what he said about Serena. I know. I was like, that was Fuck so you. mean. Yeah. He's not that hot. Yeah. Sorry. He's not. No. Listen, um, air bud. Back listen, off. Listen, air bud. Back off. Oh, we cut to Nate and he's like, Serena, why are you with that guy? I want to be here with you. And it's just like, you invited me. You were right. Uh, uh, taking it slow is the right decision. And Waffle says, uh, hey, let me introduce you to some people and looks back at Nate and says, got to keep my date company. And I was like, fucking gross. And then Waffles asks us, uh, who was that guy who wanted to cut my head off? Uh, your boyfriend? She was like, uh, possibly a new boyfriend. He was kind of the reason I invited you here. And Waffles is like, wow, I'm flattered. Uh, if you want to make him jealous, though, I suggest we fully commit. And he like leans in and S is like, no. And then he tries to take off her jacket and she's like, no. And then he tries to kiss her and she's like, no. And then tries to leave and he grabs her arm. This was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. And Waffles asked her, what happened to the uh, Serena I knew at boarding school? And little Jay sees all of this. Meanwhile, outside, Blair introduces herself to Monsieur Dury, but excuses herself when Chuck shows up in his limo to apologize. And Blair's like, don't tell me that awful whore did something to you. And Chuck goes, I think that whore may be my mother. Wait, title of that. <laughs> That's my favorite line in the whole episode. It killed me. It killed. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that whore. Maybe, maybe my mother. Dramatic pause. Maybe my mother. Jenny goes to do a wellness check on Nate and he's super glum because he blew his chance. And Jenny advises Nate not to let Serena get away again. And 
then Chuck tries to convince Blair that he knows that that woman was his mom. And Bart is just a twisted bastard who lied about his mom being dead. And the necklace is proof. And Blair is concerned that this will make losing his mom more painful all over again. Like if it doesn't end up being her. And Chuck's like, if there's any chance this is what happened, I need to know. I don't want to get in the way of your business with Monsieur Dury. I just had to let you know. And B goes, nothing is more important than being with you for this. And they leave in the limo. It's so sweet. It was so sweet. I also loved Chuck Chuck's line. I mean, this is not funny, but it is so dramatic and wild that it does make me laugh uncomfortably. Please. When he said, when he said, do you really think anything could be more painful than killing my own mother and my father hating me for it my whole life? <laughs> that was one sentence. <laughs> I, I, listen, Chuck is a fucker in the first season. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for him and Nate. The trauma. The fucking trauma. And then your dad dies slash you killed him slash what? It's literally wild. can't keep up with all the can't ways in which Chuck is traumatized by his by his really rich family. Truly. And we get Gigi saying sometimes, despite the risk, the only good thing to do is seize the moment. And Serena then gets pulled into a coat closet. And I was like, oh, no. But it's uh. me. So we said, uh. And then he's like, I want to be here with you. I've waited a really long time for this. And she drops the jacket and they're going to fuck in the coat closet. These two are shameless. It is. I'm sorry. I, I That makes me so anxious. It makes me blush. Makes me so anxious. Meanwhile, at the Vanderwoodson residence, Fufus comes back um, and he's like, I told you I would call you back. Um when I was ready. And Lily's like, well, I didn't expect it would take so long. And Fufus, was, Fufus says, I guess you should have thought of that before you spent a night in a hotel room with your ex-husband. I'm here now. So tell me exactly what happened. I'm not interested in any more lies. My God. This whole episode, old Hollywood. How did we go? How did we go? From, <laughs> how did we go from that whore might be my mother to like this. We have the whore might be my mother. We have drug mule jacket. We right. have, he's like, now you listen, you listen good, Lily Vanderwoodson. I've had it. I'm through with your lies and deceit. Now you sit there and you listen good and you tell me the truth. And and she's like, well, Rufus, I couldn't possibly. I don't make that. Uh, okay, great. S and Nate are continuing to fuck around in the coat closet where Waffle Maker has asked the coat attendant for the drug mule jacket, which remains on the floor. And Nate and S continue to fook. I spelled that F O O K or Q. Oh my um, God. Not Jenny comes up behind. <laughs> Jenny comes up behind Damien and she's like, not having any fun. And Damien's like, no, but please, you have yours. Gloat. You've earned it. And and Jay's like, well, you're the one who ruined a major deal because you want to fulfill a high school dream of a night with Serena Vanderwoods. And next time you shouldn't be so quick to dismiss me. And he's oh. like, well, news of this will get around to my clients and I'll owe a lot more money than I can possibly steal from my father. I think it's time to head back to the continent. And Jenny spots the jacket with the spilled the drugs continent? on the continent. Who talks like that? No one. <laughs> Jenny spots the jacket with the spilled drugs on the floor. She makes a big scene about making sure Violette gets the jacket. 
And the co-attendant's like, okay, okay. And like, you know, make sure she makes sure Violet gets the jacket. And then Jenny smirks at Damien and she's like, I guess you can cancel that transatlantic ticket. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, little Jay is good. I will give her that. She's on her game. Yeah. She's on her fucking game. We cut back to the 1940s of it all with Chuck and B, and they find Elizabeth, who is played by Laura Herring, who is Miss USA 1985. Wow. Fact, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. And Chuck, Chuck says, he's like, I saw you at Bart's grave. And she says, yes, uh, we shared some memorable months many years ago. But And Chuck says, at that time of night? Uh, or why were you at the grave that time of night? Uh, and you knew who I was. And then Chuck presents the locket and she is not budging. Like she is giving him nothing. She is like, no, I don't like, sorry. It's not what you think. It, I don't know what you think it is, but it's not that. She's like, oh yes. He gave all of his girlfriends one of these lockets. I I'm sorry. I can't help you find whatever you're looking for. And Chuck says, I'm sorry to waste your time. And then and B says, no, no, I wouldn't be anywhere else. And I was like, oh, my God, this love story all over again. I'm so in love with it. But B is a fucking detective, mm -hmm. y'all. And so she confronts Elizabeth. She says, I just need to go use the restroom. And Chuck says, I'll pull the car around. And she confronts Elizabeth. Um, and she says, he may have bought it. But I originated that innocent doe-eyed stare. Chuck spent his entire life believing that he killed his mother. And if you have anything that could alleviate any of that pain, it would be cruel not to share it. The drama of that scene. It's it was so, very like, oh, me. Yeah. It was like, I, no, I, I couldn't. I, I don't have a locket. I, yeah. I didn't know Mr. Mr. Bart Bass. I, oh, You keep it. I'm sure it means more to you than it does to me. Like, it's, oh it's E for Elizabeth. For and I was Elizabeth. like, isn't that your name? Right? Like, what? Mm. Uh? Lily vents to Rufus about her night with Mr. Vanderwoodson, insisting mm. it was because he was a doctor and he may have been able to help Cece when she was sick. Mm. And he's like, be honest, Lil. Tell me. Tell me you didn't sleep with him. <laughs> and Lily's like, well, I kissed him, but it meant nothing. And Rufus is like, well, it must have been one hell of a kiss to build all these lies around it. And she reiterates, it meant nothing. But Rufus is like, I need some time to think about this. And then he leaves. Then at the loft, Dan is leaving Vanessa a voicemail whining about how they haven't talked in a while. And it's probably because she doesn't want to talk to him. But this actually made me low-key really sad. He's like, I know. things really suck at home. And well, mm -hmm. if you have a minute, I could really use a friend. And the sentence I could really use a friend really just fucking broke mm -hmm. my heart. I don't know if it's because of summertime Same. sadness or because of grimace TikTok and how everyone's being really mean to grimace. Oh and I think God. grimace could use a friend. I know. I love I your, just, I love your defense of grim. I'm really just like fragile right now. And I was like, oh, Dan could really use a friend. Like, can't we all yeah. use a friend? Yes, we can. Wow. We can. Wow. Wow. Fufus is in the elevator and uh, in what building? We don't know. He shows up in an apartment. He raps on the door and opens. Who opens the door? It's the hot mom with a million rings and no husband. And I knew this shit was brewing. Oh, he walks yeah. in. She shuts the door and looks at him like, hey, hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Foof. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, Serena and Nate are like, 
uh, yeah, I think we're pushing our luck at this point. I'm like, are y'all, what time of day is it? It looks like dawn. Have y'all been fucking all night? <laughs> it's also the end of the night. Like that coat attendant would be there oh, like in and out, in and out, listen, getting the coats. Man, I miss doing coat check. You could clean the fuck up on a coat check for a yeah, brunch. Ooh, so true. Or a party like this. Please, mm-hmm. please take in all those bills. That was the, mm-hmm. the best. The dream. Oh, the dreams. Um, But yeah, so they're finally getting ready to leave. And he can't. Fi- She's like, get my jacket for me. He can't find her jacket. But then we cut to seeing the ambassador's daughter walking out with it. And little Jay uh, turns to Waffles and like, this wasn't a date. If you want one, you'll have to ask. I said, damn. And Gigi gives us, with enough time, we eventually see what's in front of us. And S and Nate are like, (laughs) and S is leaving in a new coat. And they're just like giggling and fleeing. And S says, this is probably the best first date ever. And Nate's like, and they say something about taking it slow. Um, yeah. And and Nate's like, well, what if it's a good kind of slow? And I said, okay. I also loved, yeah, how they left with like full sex hair. And then oh this my woman God. goes, hey, that girl's got my coat. <laughs> and I was like, she got the booking. She did. She got the booking. She booked it. Wow. Good job. Good for her. Good for her. Blair and Chuck sit together at Chuck's place and he's like, I spent 18 years accepting the fact that my mother was dead. I was misguided to let one of my father's girlfriends allow me to question that, to hope things may be different. And Blair's like, your real mother would never turn her back on the chance to know you. And Chuck mumbles, I don't have a real mother, Blair, I never will. <laughs> and Blair's like, not funny, I'm sorry. That's, I know. Just, and Blair's like, so it doesn't mean you're alone. And she's like, I love you and I'll always be your family. And he moodily clutches the locket. And then Elizabeth takes out her Samsung slide phone and dials a call. <laughs> it's Chuck. Cut to Chuck's phone ringing on the table, but it shows up as a block number. She holds up the other half of the locket, full Annie style, which contains a photo of her and baby Chuck. We've got Annie. End of app. Zestreet. Who, who did you want to play in Annie as a kid? I think this says so much about humans. Oh my God. Who Definitely Miss Hannigan. Same. Little girl. Little, little girl. girl. Carol Burnett as Mrs. Hannigan was like my intro. I was like, I want to do Everything. that. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to do that. And uh, Rooster's oh, girlfriend. Yes. And Rooster. I and mean, Ro- I mean, I I definitely wanted to do something with Rooster as a kid that I couldn't understand or identify. hundred percent. I just remember being like, he's a bad guy, but why do I find him so attractive? Like I remember as yes. a kid, like being embarrassed or feeling like there was something wrong with me for being attracted to the bad guy. And I'm like looking back, I'm like, honey, they knew exactly what they were doing, casting Tim Curry as Rooster. Oh, they said people are gonna feel things. Yeah, he's in those suspenders and he's so Ooh. chaotic. He's like, hey, oh. sis. I'm like, whoa. He's so Tim Curry is so so hot, hot. And when he opens the envelope and he goes, straight. I'm like, oh, yeah, that I was like that. I want to do all of that, all of that. I never wanted to be Annie or Grace Farrell, even though I love Anne Ranking. Yes, same, same. But yeah, same. I wanted. Like that was the one show as a kid. This um, this is privilege, but like that was the show I didn't get cast in. Like in community theater, as like a little uh, little kid, slay. and I was 
devastated because my friend who didn't do musical theater got cast in it. I, and I said, sucks. the fuck? That I was sucks. like, she does not sing. Ah, but she was very cute. And I guess. Did she I play like Molly? Enough. You were yes, definitely cute enough. Literally play Molly. And I was so annoyed. But what I realized, I remember having this conversation with my mom and I was like, I want to sing Mrs. Hannigan's song. And my mom was, and they, and the theater was like, you have to sing. You have to sing tomorrow or whatever the fuck the others. They would not let me sing Mrs. Hannigan's song. That's fucked up. And I was like, but I want to sing Mrs. Hannigan's song. Like, I want to audition for Mrs. Hannigan. A childhood slay. <laughs> and my mom, my mom was like, Tyler, they won't let you. And I was like, but I'm better at singing Mrs. Hannigan than I am tomorrow. And so that's I didn't annoying. Because it. it's also like I didn't book if- it. Regardless, even if you didn't sing Annie's song, they would still know if you could sing or not. It's yeah. just maybe that song is not in your range or whatever. Maybe it's just not your vibe. Right. It Neither. Hannigan for life. Hannigan for life. Hannigan like, for life. And you could show off your acting skills with Miss Hannigan's song. Like every all the information they would have needed to cast you in that show. Right you could there. have done with Mrs. Hannig- with oh, Hannigan's song. I made May listen to me perform that and I copied Carol Burnett I was like Great. like like I like put on a slip I was like this <laughs> you're doing full like physical comedy I was like, doing Carol Burnett girl. drag yeah. yeah yeah I was literally uh, yeah I was like Incredible. this is it anyways uh, wow well wait really quick can I just <laughs> yes. give you my impression of Molly from Annie wait yes give it I don't know if it'll translate over zoom okay I'll try, try and be quiet enough Annie Annie Annie, Annie, that's it. That's perfect. (laughs) The dog, oh my god, so good. Dumb dog, (laughs) dumb dog. (laughs) Why you gotta that? Oh my god, just girls screaming, screaming. The belting, the belting, the (laughs) full. And it's the it's, it's the mouth work, y'all. Of huh? like, yeah, it's like going from like ma, yeah, 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 from close, close to fully to open, fully, belting. You're in open 0.2 so wide for no reason. Like for that's no not reason. helping you at all. No, but as a kid, you think like, oh, I'm projecting if I if I just oh, you're open thinking my mouth I'm and scream singing down yeah. if my my mouth is as wide as possible. Yeah. Uh, wow, the good old day. Was it did you have a favorite community theater production? Did you have one that you like live, laugh, love that you I slayed? wasn't in any of them. You didn't do a you know do they have community theater in Highland Park? Not really. Do they you? had Apple Tree Theater, which is the okay. cutest name for a theater. But that I don't is. know. I think maybe they did like kids' shows there, but I I only did one and I had terrible stage fright. I literally like stood really? on stage with my arms folded oh. and I didn't know my lines. Like I wasn't prepared and I think it just kind of traumatized oh. me. Yeah. But then That's in high school, cool. I, I you figured came it out. Anyways, this has been a fucking delight. Yeah. Truly don't let it end. Um, don't let it end. Y'all, if you're y'all. loving this show, please tell your friends. Please leave friends. the podcast a rating and a review. Follow yeah. us on Instagram at You Know You Love Us Pod. We really appreciate all the support. And Tyler, mm-hmm. where can our amazing listeners <gasps> find you? Oh, MG Hannah, thank you so much. Y'all can find me doing a lot of non non. I almost said nonsense. That's a nonsense. musical. 
nonsense, mm. uh, nonsense uh, at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or at Tyler McMeredith on Lay Talk. Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter. Hannah A. Brown zero on TikTok. Wow. I just short circuited Hannah A. Brown zero on TikTok. And thank y'all for listening. Well, well, see you next week. Huh? You know you love us. So